Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you to make better financial decisions in your life. One decision I hope is easy for you is to sign up for our free daily newsletters at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. So you never miss a money-saving or money-making opportunity. Recently, I purchased something for $10.00. That could potentially save my life. I'm going to tell you what that is. And also, something that costs way more than $10, a $1,500 technology fee being imposed by one of the big car makers. I'm going to tell you what you need to watch out for as you're shopping for a vehicle. So, let me start with this. I've been reading these tragic stories about people who've died on vacation or traveling away from home for work in a hotel room because the hotel didn't have its act together, had a carbon monoxide leak, and that's a silent killer, and these people have tragically died in their hotel rooms. There were three people, I think two different hotel rooms, that died in a hotel at a resort in the Bahamas. Other people fortunately survived the carbon monoxide poisoning at that hotel. And the weird thing is there were people who'd gone to the doctor or the hospital the day before complaining of symptoms that carbon monoxide symptoms manifest like so many other things that people don't even know. Medical professionals don't automatically think, oh, wow, wonder could this be carbon monoxide poisoning because apparently there are enough symptoms that are similar to other illnesses that they could miss something that's more relevant in most people's cases but it's a terrible way to die so hotels all around the world have fought any local requirements to require carbon monoxide detectors in rooms because it would cost hotels like five to ten dollars a room to put them in And they don't want to spend the money. It's crazy, right? Because everywhere you go, pretty much, smoke detectors are required. Smoke and fire. What a lifesaver that's been in hotels just as it's been in homes and apartments and condos. Well, I'm thinking about this and like, I hate to just talk about a problem. And after the thing in the Bahamas, I was like, there's got to be an easy answer. So I went on eBay. And I went on Amazon and I put in portable carbon monoxide detector is one search. I did carbon monoxide detector for travel is another search. I found more stuff, portable carbon monoxide detector. And I found this little device that fits in the palm of my hand, runs on two AAA batteries. Ten bucks is what it cost me. No brand name on it. So hopefully it works. It just says carbon monoxide alarm (laughs) made in China. That's that's the whole thing. It's a little worrisome, but well, it lists a company in Shenzhen, in uh, southern China near Hong Kong, mm. 
I mean, but there are lots of these available if you look on Amazon and eBay. I failed to check on Walmart.com, but $10. So what I do is I have this now in my backpack. When I go to a hotel room, I put it on the dresser. I know it's best to have them like up higher, but I mean, I'm just traveling. So just put it on the dresser. And hopefully, if there is a leak, it's going to alert me. Uh, this has become a bigger problem at hotels because of the extreme staffing shortages at hotels, the shortage of maintenance staffs. A lot of these leaks happen from the heaters for the swimming pools. And interestingly enough, I don't understand enough about how this works, but a lot of this is even with outside pools, that the equipment room for the pool is usually in the building and that's where the leak can come from and kill people in the hotel or sicken people. And so my solution was $10. Hopefully you'll find one this cheap. If it's got to have a real name on it, like first alert or something like that, big seller, these kind of things, then go ahead and spend the more money. But how about this little thing? I mean, feel how light this is, Kristen. It just yeah. fits in the palm of your hand and could save your life. Biggest problem for me, I haven't done it yet, is that I'll leave it in a hotel just like I leave my cell phone charging <laughs> cable and stuff like that. Imagine, this would be a way to have a nice sidekick. You work at a hotel, and after a month, you'd probably be able to retire just from starting a business selling all the electronics cables people leave at a hotel oh, for sure over the course of a month. But hopefully I will not forget this baby at any point. But if I do, I'll just go buy another. There you go. $10 one. And I, I, I'm creating a worry in people's heads that wasn't there, right? You never yeah. thought about that. No, but honestly, I think that's really smart. And I'm going to get one myself because I've been traveling quite a bit. And I think, you know, I have them in my home, but I never have okay. thought about that. So, see, we're working right into my guilt play. You set, you set me up perfectly. You and I hadn't talked about this. Okay. okay. So I'm talking about this when you travel, but most nights of the year, you're in your own home, apartment, or condo. And most people don't have carbon monoxide detectors in their home, condo, or apartment. So if you live in a place where the bedrooms are close to each other, you want to just buy one, you can put one outside the bedrooms. Because that's what you're trying to do is while people are sleeping, get them out, get them safe. And it'll make a lot of noise just like a smoke detector. So if you don't have regular ones, please get them. They're simple. They're cheap. Put them in. Now, the other thing in a home, and we've had the questions from people who face these massive, massive costs and insurance claims from a water leak in their home. Roughly a third of all insurance claims now for homes are water leak. And I was talking with someone just recently that made me think about this again, who had to move out of her home. She was in a, a uh, condominium, had to move out for 20 months because there was a water wow. leak in a unit above her and it caused so much damage that it took longer to repair the damage because hard to find contractors right now. Cost more to repair the, the damage it took more time to repair the damage than it took to build the condo building originally. Yeah, I bet dealing with insurance and everything too took her a while. That's awful. 
Oh, yeah. She was, that's how I know about it. She was telling me about her problems with the insurance company. And so I was, uh, I, that brought forward this thing that we've talked about from time to time, prevention's the best cure. And there are a zillion ways now to put in leak detection systems. We live in a condo and we have these leak detectors that set off and alert to our cell phones. If there is a water leak and they're around our condo and those are the cheapest, easiest to do. There are things you can do. You bring in a professional plumber and don't try this yourself. You bring in a professional plumber and they put on a device, a sensor device, where the water comes into your home and it will shut the water off in the event that it notices a major change, typically in water pressure. And there are a bunch of to the trade manufacturers of those, that's more money, but that's the most complete solution. The simple leak detection devices, those are cheap. Those are consumer items. You install them yourself in like 10 minutes or less. And so we have them in each bathroom, and then we have like a central brain operation. Those are very cheap. Lots of different and brands And the washing of those machine too. probably too, right? Right, the washing machine. I forgot that. All right, we'll go to questions. This is from Bev in Kansas. I need advice on how to keep track of my luggage. I have a long trip ahead to winter weather and cannot get things down to a carry-on. The array of devices is confusing. Lost luggage is a nightmare at the moment. I do have an Android cell phone and would prefer not to buy a subscription. Well, this is something that a clever company called Tile came up with years ago for iPhones and Androids and Apple more recently came out with their version of them. Forget what, what the Apple one is called. Uh, AirTag. AirTag. Sally knew it. Okay. So uh, these things are very commonly used now in luggage. So when the airline people say, oh, your bag is in Philadelphia and you say, no, actually my bag is in Dallas. Obviously, people who fly American know I'm talking about American <laughs> with that. Um, so it allows you to keep track of your baggage as it flies around the world or around the country and uh, gets lost. And so to add insult to injury, most of us are paying these huge baggage fees to check bags that then go who knows where. And so with the tiles or the air tags, you're able to track, and generally, these things are sold freemium business model where you can pay for a premium subscription tracking thing, or you can just use the base service, which would be fine for luggage. And from Stephen in Georgia, hey, Clark, thank you so much for everything you do. I'm constantly quoting you to friends and family, whether they like it or not. You truly are a saint. My best friend is going, getting married and having a bachelor snowboarding trip in Colorado, Martin Luther King weekend. The plan is to fly in and out of Denver as we have a friend who lives there. I've added alerts via Google Flights as I've heard you suggest that in the past. Also, I plan to FedEx everything I need to Denver and avoid checking a bag and even needing an overhead bin. Is there anything else I should consider? And should I buy sooner rather than later? Thanks again for all your advice. If you read this on the air, my life will be complete. Okay. I could not help but complete Stephen's life. So, Stephen, I am not worthy of being what completes your life. But if it does... I'm glad I was able to help. Uh, after we just made fun of the airlines with all the baggage stuff, I want to tell you, 
don't do the FedEx thing. Check the bag if you need to check a bag for the trip. Nothing wrong with taking a bag and putting it in the overhead bin, too. That's what you get with your ticket. And uh, so if you have to pay to check a bag, it's going to be a lot cheaper to do so. And most of the time, it's going to get there with you, where if you use FedEx or UPS to ship your stuff, you know, they're not going to guarantee you that it's going to be there at a certain time. So you could end up there more likely and not have your stuff. So I would pay to check that bag. Now, on the airfare, MLK weekend is a very popular ski weekend. I wonder what Dr. King would think about his national holiday ending up being a key weekend of the ski season, but be that as it may. So what I recommend for King Day weekend is if you can flex as you're doing your alerts on going day earlier, coming back a day later, whatever, try different fare combinations to see Airfares to Denver are some of the lowest per mile in the United States. Denver is an unbelievably competitive market right now. It is the only city in America, I think, that has three airlines that use it as a hub. And as a result, airfares to Denver are really a deal compared to other places. This is from Kimberly in Florida. I have a pair of progressive glasses I never wore due to that I just could not adjust them. They were over $300. I want a new pair of glasses and realize the frames are most of the expense. Is there a place that will allow me to reuse my old frames with new lenses? Yeah, so it's common with a lot of sellers that you can provide the frames you already have and they may charge you a little more for the lenses as a result but they'll take the frames you have and put in the new lenses. The thing with the eyewear business is the price differences for what they call the lens grinding vary so much from one place to another to another that the real shopping for you to do, Kimberly, on those progressives is to try different places. And before you go into any chain-type place, Google to see if they're owned by the parent company of Luxottica. If they are, it is a a high-priced cartel for eyeglasses, frames, lenses, and dispensing of glasses. You want to avoid any place connected to Luxottica because that's who has taken the cost of eyeglasses up, 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 and away in the United States. And it's a weird thing in the U.S. because we have the place is controlled by Luxottica that charge so much money, and then we have the others. Um, if you're a Costco member, it's a great idea for you to see what Costco would offer you for your glasses, for replacing your progressive lenses, because Costco is very, very inexpensive. Do they allow you to use... I'm reading they will if your frames are in good shape, which if she's never used them, obviously they're in good shape. Costco Consumer Report says they're the best place in America to get glasses, and they obviously are a big-time discounter. And no, my name at birth was not Costco changed later to Clark. (laughs) I just think they do a wonderful job serving you. So coming up, When you go to buy a car, 
there's a lot of games being played now with the sticker, the what's called the Monroney label. And a lot of dealers are doing what's called an add-a-sticker with mandatory stupid add-ons. How about an automaker doing a mandatory stupid add-on? I'm going to tell you about that straight ahead. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. The automotive press is so mad at General Motors right now, it's hard to believe. I mean, the stories being written about them are like GM is the enemy of the people. Why? Because in a story first broken by the Detroit Free Press, and then the rest of the automotive writers went bonkers over it, on all new Buick and GMC vehicles, GM is adding a mandatory option. What's a mandatory option, you might ask? It's where they list something as an option, but you have no option to not have that option. It's a terrible, terrible abuse of the customers. So vehicles more and more are rolling computers. And there are a lot of things that a manufacturer can do to monitor your vehicle real-time while it's on the road. Uh, Krista and I both drive Teslas. And with Teslas, you can choose to pay Tesla a monthly or annual fee to provide a lot of connected data and a lot of connected functions where you have real-time access to traffic and monitoring of your vehicle and routing and all kinds of stuff. And it's optional. And what do they charge for that option? It's $10 a month or $100 a year, I think is what the annual is. So GM is like, huh, this is really working for Tesla. They're making real money for it, but not enough money for us. So we're going to make it mandatory for people when they buy Buicks or GMCs, they're going to have to pay $1,500 for it up front to cover three years. $1,500 for monitoring of your vehicle. So for this $1,500 option that's mandatory, you then have to decide, do you want GM to be able to spy on you every minute you're ever in your vehicle? So if you decide you don't want GM to spy on you, do they give you the $1,500 back? No, you have to pay the $1,500. This is ridiculous and outrageous. And I remember an automotive writer years ago 
when Tesla was first doing all this connected stuff, I wish I remember which of the writers it was who wrote this, but predicted, this was like eight or nine years ago, that automakers were going to use this as a new way to get in your wallet. And sure enough, we had the BMW thing recently where BMW in certain countries as a test is charging people to turn the heated seats on in their vehicle that are already there that they already paid for. And you have to pay a monthly subscription for the heated seats that are already in the car. And there are a variety of functions that BMW is testing, charging you for, that are already installed in the vehicle. But in that case, it's voluntary. You don't have to pay BMW. You just don't get the heated seat and the other functions but it's there. What's wrong with what GM's doing, wrong, is that they're treating this as an option and making you pay for it. And I hope that any day now, GM realizes the reputational harm of this decision and changes their minds and stops doing this. Krista? All right, uh, let's go to this from Matt in Vermont. I love your show and have been listening for most of my short adult life. I'm 34. I'm currently in a vehicle lease that is up late this fall. From listening to your show, lucky person, I realize I'm in a great situation since my truck is now worth more than it was when I took out the original lease in 2019. I also know that the buyback price is way less than its current market value. I'm planning on buying the truck and holding on to it until I find another great deal. My question for you is how should I pay for it? I can use a traditional auto loan or I also own a primary residence and a rental property that each has plenty of equity to cover the cost. Are there any positives or negatives to using either home equity or an auto loan to buy this truck? So I'd rather you use a auto loan because auto loans, even though the rates have gone up some, the auto loan rates typically are going to be cheaper even on, uh, you'd be doing in a used auto loan, but a, a newer auto are going to be cheaper than what you're going to pay on a home equity line or home equity loan, and you won't have put your house at risk. So I would recommend that you keep it simple here. And if you're not a member of a credit union yet, you join one. Like even with these higher rates, Chris, I've been looking right now. One of the credit unions I'm a member of, their auto loan rates start at 3% for people with good credit scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, that 3% money is much cheaper than what you're going to be able to do borrowing money against either your personal residence or your investment property. And by the way, anybody with a lease vehicle right now know that almost 100% of people who leased a vehicle three years ago have this great opportunity, even if you don't want to keep the vehicle, to make a lot of money on it or be able to buy the vehicle essentially on sale because no one anticipated three years ago we were going to have these enormous shortages of vehicles that are some ways related to the pandemic, some because of chip shortage and all that. And so there's a wonderful opportunity here to buy your vehicle out at the end of the lease. Get your lease contract out. Make sure you get it exactly as the lease calls for at the residual value that the lease has stated in it. 
This is from Bob in Connecticut. I've heard you speak highly of electric cars. Aside from the obvious problems with the batteries and their lifespan and disposal, do you ever worry about sitting over a huge battery that gives off so much static electricity and its effect on your body? So I've never heard that before. And I don't know how I would know if static electricity was happening to me. Have you ever like gone to open your door and had a tremendous shock from no but i can see like a battery underneath you might or around you might not be great i haven't thought about it but now i will (laughs) so bob you need one more thing to worry about no no it's fine so bob i i'm incapable of speaking to that because you're the first person who's ever mentioned anything like that so i don't know if that is a serious medical risk to me or Chris also drives electric, if that's a risk to either of us. This is from Spencer in Illinois. A local solar company recently came by to offer its services. My average electric bill is $125 a month. They claim they can install a system for $42,000 with the grants and tax credits lowering the total to $16,000. They claim this will produce enough electricity to net my bill to zero. With 20-year financing on their system, I would have a bill of $107 a month to them, essentially locking in my electric for the next 20 years. 10-year, no-questions-asked warranty, and a 20-year parts-only warranty. What are your thoughts on this? Spencer, I don't believe them. (laughs) I mean, I absolutely don't believe them. Uh, First of all, I got to tell you, your average electric bill is very reasonable, at 125 a month that's not a high bill saying that you can buy a system for 42 and net out only a cost of 16 illinois would have to have some kind of massive tax credit for buying solar because the federal credit is 30 percent so 40 12 um, gosh i don't come anywhere near 16 the federal credit was 26 percent is going back to 30. I I don't, I just, first of all, I don't trust their numbers that the system they would put in would be enough KW that would take you to a zero bill. I don't like you being on the hook to them for that long because that means if you want to sell your house anytime in the 20 years, it could become a factor in you selling it because somebody's buying your obligation, not just the house, they're also buying your obligation of solar. I would feel much more comfortable, Spencer, if you got other quotes from other companies as well, because these numbers are, in my estimate, too good to be true. And I love solar. I don't like how solar is often marketed to individual homeowners. And I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Know that we are here to serve you to provide you with the best information that we can come up with to help you protect your wallet and fatten it too.